Whether you seek adventure, search for answers, break down barriers, or see the world for what it can be, you're just what we're looking for. CIA is searching for women of all skill sets to join the Directorate of Operations and help protect our nation. Visit cia.gov careers. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Morning, happy Wednesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen. Early break, full show ahead. We'll have Sean Callahan next segment. We will talk about all things Nebraska football and more. We have the mailbag. You want to get your questions into early break 937 at gmail.com. You can go ahead. Hello to you. Uh, good morning, Jake. How are you? I'm fine. I went to Top Gun last night. Went to Top Gun Maverick. Hey, and uh, uh, I should say this: you need to go to that movie. I know Ooh. you're you're busy, but you can find time to go for you know, two hours and fifteen minutes in some day up yeah, ahead. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh because yeah. We you got know it. what? You like it. You really you really like it. It was really really good. Um, can you expand on that? Well, I, do you want me to ruin the movie for you or what? No, I'd like to know a couple things. How many people were in the theater? Oh, it, well, here, here's the deal: it's been out. It has been out for over a month. I think this has been out since late May, and it's late June right now. It's over a month. Theater was packed. packed. Theater was packed. Now, it, it was a, you know, it's two. It's it's cheap movie Tuesday in Lincoln, so all the theaters are like five bucks to go to a movie. Actually, yeah. But it was still packed. Good. I was. Try, I looked at all four theaters to try to find a ticket last night, and okay. they, they all had seats, but like only a couple. Like yeah. there was there was only one theater that had that had two tickets together that weren't in the first or second row. Where was that? That was at Edgewood at Fifty Sixth and yeah, 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 Highway Two, just yeah. north of that. Yeah. Nice, nice job by you to yes. find that. I was lucky. Yeah. Good I got job. the fifth row, so I was midway in the theater on the yeah. right side. Yeah, the crowds might scare me away a little bit. I'm gonna have to keep waiting a couple weeks, maybe. It'll yeah. Probably stay there. Um, yeah, now, listen, Gus is always disappointed with a lot of the things I say. I don't know, Gus. I just don't like crowds. Um, you used to like going to movies, though. I do you, like. You talked I, no, about on this show years, a couple years ago about liking going to movies. I love going to movies, but I haven't been to a movie since the pandemic. We can go back to movies. That's now. time to go back. Yeah, it's time to go back. Yeah, this would be a good one. Gus liked it. Um, okay, that's I, one th- question. I haven't seen anybody in the world that has disliked the movie. I, I, no, I, I have not seen... A negative review. I'm waiting for you to be the guy that says, "Okay, that was not that good, but it was it was a wonderful. It was a wonderful movie. I didn't very ca- very good. I had an occasion to talk to Turner Corcoran. Um, we can Huskerize everything, um, everything. Don't um, have to, but you can. He had he was going for the third time. <laughs> Smart. Yeah, I might go again. It was, was that good. It was that good. Was it that? Was it? Without giving away everything, what made it so good in your eyes? Well, um, just be smart. You can do this. I just thought you know, they they used the the first Top Gun. They they brought it, that back in terms of of a storyline. Okay, but this, okay. The son of Goose is there, Rooster. 
Did you have he's to very see, involved in the movie? Did you have to see the first one to enjoy the second? Okay. Uh, no, you did. No. Okay. And, and if you hadn't seen the first one in a long time, you would. You know, I don't think it would even matter because they bring back the important things for the movie to show you, hey, what's going on with this memory from Tom Cruise, Maverick, mm-hmm. and why is this causing him some some pain or bringing back something from the past? And they do. They did a very nice job. So he delivers. He again. delivers. He delivers. The whole cast delivers. It was a really, really good movie. Um, I, I encourage you to see it. I encourage listeners to see it. I'm, I'm curious if you've seen it out there, 402-464-5685. Does everyone feel the same way as me? Because like I said, on social media, everyone, I have not seen anybody provide a negative review because I can't do it. I can't do it. I tried to go in saying, all right, I'm going to find a critique of this movie that wasn't very good. And I would say the only thing that if you wanted to like bring up a, a thing that um, someone might criticize, like the the, peop- the place they're attacking, they they're not very clear of whose base it is. Yeah, like, they don't, I don't think they ever make that clear. Right, which I, I think, which I think is fine. You don't need to bring any, any sort of problems like that into the world that don't exist. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm that's probably, I, w- yeah, that's I was true. fine with it, but that was the one thing. If you want to criticize, like who who are they attacking? Whose base is this? Who's firing at them? Um, you don't get that answer, but I think that's okay in this this instance. Okay, but well, y- y- you know what? I'll go see it. Um, will you? Thing- will you though? I, 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 you know me well, so that's a fair question. It's a fair question. You know me well. I'm already going to nip this Tom Petty thing in a butt. I can't go tonight. That's tonight, right? No, it's tomorrow night. Oh, tomorrow night's possible. Yeah, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night's possible. And you're in what I'm making reference to is. Yeah, uh, I saw this last week, and I bought tickets immediately because it was only like 25 bucks. T- tomorrow night at the Keep Bourbon Theater, yeah. there is a Tom Petty like tribute concert, basically, with Steve. Fer- is it St- Ferroni or Ferrone? I think it's one of those. Okay, Steve Ferroni. Yes. Who I think it's Ferroni. We've heard him on Sirius. Yes, You've heard he's him. on Tom Petty Radio yeah. all the time. Yeah. And then uh, you know the, a local band Voda will be also singing with that, doing doing some some of Tom Petty's songs. So I'm curious how that sounds. I've got anything with a, a Tom Petty tribute that has a somebody real, like Steve Ferroni yeah, with it. I'm gonna number. go to. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, uh, yeah, I might be able to talk into it's that. It's twenty five dollars. You know, I don't want to be out too late. But that. Uh... Wow. Yeah. I might be able to talk, be able to, I might, you might be able to talk me into that. And and Top Gun, yeah, I think that's possible. I don't know why I don't you have a, I don't to have to a real Gun. busy weekend. Then, then Top Gun, do yeah, it. Yeah. The theater should not be horribly bad because it's been in for over a month right. now. Yeah. So you have a chance to, to get a, a decent spot. I think it's a good idea. From Kurt in Kentucky on the text line. Yeah, hello, Kentucky. Yeah, how about that? Top Gun Maverick, best sequel, just as good if not better than the first. Very well made. All right. It was. All right. I got it. Go. And, and you, know, you know who's in the movie? John Hamm. You, know, you like John yeah. Hamm? Yeah, John Hamm. From, from, yeah. from Mad Men? Yeah, I like him. John Hamm's in the movie. Good. I didn't expect that going in. I like John can, Hamm. You, can you say anybody else who's in the movie? Miles Teller. Okay. okay. He plays uh he plays Rooster. Okay. Who is Goose's son. Okay. Who I am not gonna tell you the storyline there. Yeah, but do he's not. but he's very, very involved in the movie. Okay. He's important. A very important figure in the movie. Was there cheering in the No. I thought th- there was some laughing. There was there was moments where there was there was it was generally funny. Yeah. And so we'd all laugh. And yeah. so that was kind of fun yeah. collectively as a group. Collective laugh. To laugh. Yeah. And then it you know, become serious, and you, you hush there. And the movie experience is 
back to normal. I thought it was normal. Yeah, there's nothing. You're not. There's no masks. You're not sitting three feet. You know, five feet apart. Right. right. Concessions are all the way back. Like it, it's. It feels like you're back in 2019. Okay. That you've sold me. When you went to a theater before. You've there's sold there's me. literally nothing different right now than what it was in 2019. It's kind of sad when I think about it. Pre-pandemic. I yeah, I haven't been to a movie. I haven't been to a movie theater since the pandemic. That's sad. Well, it's time to change that. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick, go four six four five six eight five. John in Des Moines, John, hello. You know, John in Des Moines is is he's a he's a critic on things. You know, yeah. song of the day. What we say in the show, very critical. Oh, he's he's very fair. He's he's complimentary and critical. Yeah, he's very he should fair. Be. Yeah. Uh, John says Top Gun Maverick was a very good movie and worth seeing. Okay. So if you can't trust my words, I, at least trust Curtin Kentucky. And John and Des Moines. Yeah, thank you guys for weighing in. Thank you guys for being up with us in this early, gorgeous early morning in Lincoln. Thank you to everybody. I mean, we've had good listenership throughout the summer when it's usually We well, appreciate that. Yeah. Really Big appreciate time. it. Joe yeah. P. says, uh, not, I'm not one to buy digital copies anymore. But when that is released on DVD, I'm buying it right away. It was so good. Wow. Wow. I, listen. I don't talk about going to movies that often. Cause I, don't, I don't go very often, but I knew this was a movie I wanted to see for a long time. Everyone has said it's awesome, and it is indeed awesome. Okay. So go. All right. Let's talk about Ohio State. Well, yeah, let's, let's talk about Ohio State. Uh, the Buckeyes, Sip, yes. are proving again why I believe and why this is becoming more clear that Nebraska is going to have to really dominate in the transfer portal to get their guys because the last two days – they have added not just one, but two five-star wide receivers. Not just players, but receivers. They land Carnell Tate on Monday, and they land five-star receiver Brandon Innes yesterday. So that is now two straight days of a five-star commit at wide receiver for Brian Hartline and the Ohio State Buckeyes in the receiving core. Life is good for the Buckeyes, and uh, I just think that unless Mickey Joseph can work miracles and get guys like Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, who were not – they were not five stars. They were three and four stars. Develop them into great players. You're not going to get two five stars coming to Nebraska to play football. Well, nobody does, though, except for Texas and Ohio State. In the era – okay, this is according to 11warriors.com, Jake. You're overreacting to this, by the way, and I'll get to that. In the, That's typical. In the era of composite recruiting rankings, it's a wonderful era, by the way. Um, I'm glad I exist in the era of composite recruiting rankings. Um, in the era of composite recruiting rankings, Texas is the only school that has ever signed multiple five-star wide receivers in two different recruiting cycles. Texas mm-hmm. is the only one. Okay, Ohio State hasn't signed them, and they're not and Will they still be five-star players at in December? That's the question. So, so Ohio State hasn't become the second school to do it because okay. they haven't done it yet. But they will. It pro- they probably will. And I will tell you, you're overreacting. It doesn't mean that much. Texas is probably the best example of that. Who cares? Well, Why is it a big Ohio deal? State's I'd be a lot worried. Though, I'd be a lot. You know, just hold on. I'd be a lot more worried if they were si- if if you showed me a story where they just signed their second five-star tackle with their second five-star edge rusher. They, they, they signed a bunch of little receivers. That's great. 
I mean, oh, just keep, yeah. disparage the receivers not, again. I'm oh, not, yeah. I'm not, you remember Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson? Yeah, were they yeah. the biggest guys <laughs> in the world? I think they were terrorizing off uh, defenses across the I country. I didn't mean to disparage size. These guys aren't that small. Uh, Tate, 6'2", uh, 175. I, I, it's just they're signing receivers. Of course they are. They're receiver you at this point. It doesn't change my outlook on Ohio State one bit either way. I mean – it's good, but I don't know. Texas in 2010 signed Mike Davis and Darius White. I don't even know what they do. What? How are those guys? Don't know. Yeah. See, I mean, it's a different story though. Ohio State actually gets their guys to do stuff, to actually perform. Okay, so schools who have signed multiple five-star receivers in the same year. Ohio State this year: Carnell Tate and Brandon Ennis. It looks like they haven't signed them yet, but they'll they'll end up there. Yeah. Texas A&M last year. Evan Stewart and Chris Marshall, they're probably good. They'll probably be good. 2020, Ohio State, Julian Fleming, yep. Jackson Smith Ajiba. Now he's through a the star. roof. Good. He's a star. through the roof. He's good. a star. Yeah, through the roof. Good. Yes. Um, Two nineteen. Now you can help me with this. Two thousand nineteen. Help me. Help me with this. Jaden Hazelwood and Theo Weiss. Don't know those guys. Uh, exactly. Um, 2010 Texas, Mike Davis, okay. Darius White. Didn't stack up. <laughs> well, I mean, do you remember those guys at all? Uh, yeah, I do. Mike Davis, were they, I remember. Were they, it was good. Mike Davis yeah. was fine. LSU, 2004, um, early Doucette. Okay, yeah, he was good. Xavier Carter. I remember early Doucette for sure. 2003 Florida, Andre Caldwell. Yep, he was good. Chad Jackson. Pretty good. 2001 Clemson, Roscoe Crosby, uh, Arise Curry. Don't remember Don't those, know guys. those guys either. Now, I remember these guys. It's Texas 2000. So, Texas, again, the only school to sign multiple five star wide receivers in, in two different recruiting cycles. Texas is the only school to do it. Okay. Now, I remember these guys because, you know, Nebraska was playing them. BJ Johnson. Yes. Yep. Roy Williams. Oh, stud. Stud. Sloan Thomas. Studs. Yeah, those are all good Studs. players there. Very, very good wide receivers. But anyway, back to Ohio State. Now, I don't. What'd you write on the rundown? I it was. I just thought, okay, um, Ohio State did something the last two days. You say you wrote, which makes the transfer portal that much more important for Nebraska. It, this does not affect the anything that Nebraska is doing. I just think it's alarming. Okay. It's alarming. <laughs> it's it's, this it's does not. I mean, it's not, and it's not alarming. Ohio State, it's not getting why? a bunch of five stars. It, a it, bunch it, or two? Are they done? I don't know. Probably. The thing. The I don't point care is if they their get, whole cl- their entire receiving core is five stars. I don't care if they get five five star receivers. They're going to sign good receivers every year. And and they developed them. They had two first rounders this past year. Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave were not, both first round picks. It's not alarming. Why should that stop anymore? It's not alarming to Nebraska or anybody else. They're, they're going to be good at receiver. Okay. I mean, Nebraska, now I will say this, and this is where you're going to say, well, now you're proving my point. Nebraska, the concern I have about Nebraska right now, I'm about to prove your point, which is sort Please of Please do. Embarrassing. Just keep going. The concern, <laughs> the concern I have about Nebraska right now is they can't, they're not in position to slug with Iowa and Wisconsin. Okay? And they obviously don't have the kind of separating speed that Ohio State has anywhere. They gotta find. They gotta find it. They gotta find guys in their recruiting classes that enable them to have some sort of edge on Iowa and Wisconsin, some sort of discernible edge. 
because it's they're not they're they're losing the slugfest right now. They lost the slugfest to Wisconsin. They just Wisconsin beat Nebraska at the game you were at in yes, Madison, thirty-five twenty-eight, because they had a running back average ten yards a carry, and that was too much to overcome in the late stages of that game. If you remember, Nebraska had it. <laughs> I recall Nebraska had a chance, but they won. Those teams are are out slugging Nebraska. So again, I'm sort of making your point. It's why they got to get a guy like Dylan Edwards, because um, Dylan Edwards from Kansas. Well, down in Kansas has that separating speed. Um, so I, from that standpoint, yeah. But Ohio State's going to do what they do. I alarming? No, this is not alarming. Even it's impressive. It's is impressive. It not? Can we go with that. Yes, it's impressive. They just don't stop. It's they ruined. don't stop. Yeah, yeah. You're waiting for maybe they, a blip. Right now, Utah fans are listening, going, "Oh, they don't stop." Yeah, we stop. We we Did didn't you, they we didn't st- stop them, but we. Damn near beat them. And I would say, what did Jackson Smith and Jigba do to you He guys? had 74 catches in one game. For, it was for really 1,200 yeah. yards, yeah. yeah. Right? 1,200 <laughs> yeah. yards, whatever. Yeah. 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 I think he had 19 catches. He, he, he had, <laughs> I think it was actually catches. 50. It was 15. Really, 15? 15 for like 320. He was over 300 yards receiving, 15 catches at least, and he's still running wild. Oh, I'm not saying, Ohio State. I'm not saying it's not impressive. But is it alarming to Nebraska or anybody? No, they're going to get their good receivers. They got them. They're receiver you. They're, they don't call themselves that. But they are. But they probably are. Okay. Now, but I would be more concerned, again, if it was edge rusher you. But they're going to get those guys. Eh, they, but they get them. They don't get five. I mean, they're not going to get five of them. Right. But they'll have a star. And they'll, you know, they'll they, have at least one They'll star, have a yes. great tackle, too. You might say, oh, you'd be concerned if they had a great offensive tackle. Okay, guess, guess what? They're going to get a great tackle because that's what Ohio State does. This isn't a recent development. They've been doing this for years. It's I, not but, alarming. But this is, this is the point. Is anybody catching up to them? Now, Michigan, of course, won the conference last I would say year. Michigan would say we But it, is up. that – was that a one-off or was that, hey, you, got, you had a lucky year and a nice, nice fortunate we'll year when about, things went your way? We'll see about because Ohio State. Because I believe this year Ohio State takes back the conference. Also, you're again. crowning them. See, I'm not crowning I am, them. Yeah, I'm crowning them. Yeah, well, Absolutely. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Is it, what's wrong with that? They're typically crowned anyways. What's I'll the, give them the crown. What's the, what, what's the, what's the, what was the Rose Bowl score? It was close. They didn't have all their guys playing either, did they? Well, how, they guys they gonna, opt out. Are they going to this year? I don't know. If they're playing for the, in the playoff, they won't opt out. That's for sure. If they're playing. If they're playing in the playoff. I can't argue against your hypotheticals. I mean, because those are proper hypotheticals to bring up here. You guys won't opt out if you're playing in the playoff. Mm. The Rose Bowl would mean a ton to us right now, but for Ohio State, that's not the playoff, so those guys opted you out. You realize that they were a mid middling defense last year. Yeah, and they got middling, Jim Knowles now. Yeah, middling to fix that. Middling to at times below average. I saw them play in Lincoln. Yeah, Nebraska moved the ball pretty. They well were against number them. nine in the country in total defense. Let's not crown them. Number nine, number nine in the Big Ten. Okay, yeah, no, excuse me, number nine okay. in the Big Ten. I'm not crowning them. I'm not doing that. They, they didn't even. They're they're not the defending champs. How are you crowning them? Because they do it more often than not. Because they'll be they will be there unless there's some sort of jarring injury to C.J. Stroud or whoever whoever else is important to that team. Travion Henderson. Better look at their defense. Their defense is going to be better with Jim Knowles, who just made Oklahoma State, who is not exactly. Typically, a defensive stalwart become a team that was very good defensively. 
Yeah, that's not a hypothetical. I'm I can I can believe that Ohio their defense will be a lot better this I'm year. I'm not taking away anything 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 from Ohio State. I'm not. Um by the way, they've landed 13 receivers as top 100 overall prospects in the last 5 years. That's six more than second place Alabama. I had forgotten that Jamison Williams that's had right. been com- That's right. had been committed to Ohio State. That is correct. But probably was concerned about getting enough passes thrown. Because in. that was a deep reco- core. Right. Wilson, James- Olave, Smith, Najigba. Yeah. How Jam- do you get a pass there? Jamison Williams. What if they would have had Jamison Williams, too? Oh, they did. And then he went to Bama. Uh, from the text line, someone says, well, Jake, we might as well not even play the season. Just just stop right, this. Right. I, I mean, I'm surprised how much you're, you're going in hard and crowning the Buckeyes. Come on. The Buckeyes are going to win the Big Ten this year, oh, and they'll well, probably be a playoff team. If they win the Big Ten. That's right, and I think they will. We have a phone call on the Honda of Lincoln hotline at 464-5685. And who do we have? We have Vince. Vince? The Vince. Go ahead. You're an early break, man. Hey, good morning, fellas. How, how are you? Uh, how, Vince, thanks for getting up. How are you doing? Oh, all in all, pretty, well, all in all, pretty good. Now, before I get into the conversation at hand, uh, Seth, yes, uh, I went out to dinner. I went out to dinner with my my family and my in laws on uh, Saturday. Okay, and I worked in a bloody knuckles to the waiter. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, so we, so we went out to dinner at a seafood oh, no. place. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, and, and I'm normally a stink over seafood guy, but if I go to a good seafood place out here, I'll make an exception for seafood. Okay, you know, but. Um, so anyhow, I ordered this meal. It was called, you know, it was called the, you know, the seafood platter where, you know, they had French fries, they had vegetables, they had, you know, uh, shrimp, calamari, um, tilapia, and they had some cod. So yeah, I blew so- through everything. But when I got to the cod, I just kind of hit the wall. I just couldn't eat. You couldn't eat anymore. Okay. And so, so the waiter comes to the table and yeah. he goes. He's asking for, you know, for if we need boxes and to-go bags and all this stuff. So he looks at me, and he asks me, he goes, you still work on that? I go, no, nah, I'm good, sir. I think I've hit the wall. He goes, so he looks at my plate. He goes, wow, you did pretty well if I do say so myself. I go, well, let me tell you something, sir. Oh, jeez. When I eat, I bring bloody nothing. <laughs> no, you didn't. Oh, God, you I, did. Now, now you did. I, didn't, I didn't scream it in front of the restaurant because I probably would have been tackled by the police. Yes, you would have for sure. <laughs> maybe maybe not in this day and age, but, um, yeah, good job. Good, thanks for showing <laughs> yeah. restraint. Yeah. <laughs> and, back to, and back to regular programming mm-hmm. as, for conversation, as for the conversation at hand. Um, to your point, Sip, I mean, Ohio State's always going to get guys. I mean, they've been getting guys for a really long time. I mean, as long as I can remember, I mean, and, you know, and I go back to even when Earl, you know, when Earl Bruce was coaching. Mm-hmm. You know, they, I mean, they got him when Earl Bruce was coaching, John Cooper, Jim Trestle, you know, Urban Meyer, you know. and Urban. But, it's, but, but I think right now, you know, given that, you know, we're, we're getting to a point with Ryan Day where he's getting far enough into his career where, um, where you say to yourself, because any time a coach steps into a fertile recruiting situation like he does, yeah. There's always that question of, okay, well, you're going to a place where you're getting guys over time. 
you know, how does he prove he can, you know, that he has a staff that can, can recruit or develop? So we're getting at this point in the Ryan Day era where you say, ask yourself, okay, is he going to be Lincoln Riley, who just keeps the machine rolling like he did at Oklahoma? Or is he going to be Mark Helfrich, who obviously got rich at Oregon with, with Chip Kelly's guys, Right. But eventually, he took a nosedive. Now, yes. I mean, now, now I don't see Ohio. Now, mind you, I don't see Ohio State taking a nosedive like Oregon did under Mark Telfrich. But you know, but nonetheless, it kind of does beg the question. And uh, but as far as receivers go, you know, I think one thing. I mean, Nebraska has obviously you know lacked a guy that can stretch the field. But I also think that you know, it seems to me that it kind of took it took a little bit of time for them to realize that. In the Big Ten, you know, one thing that you also need is that you need big-bodied receivers who can go up and win a jump ball, you yeah. know, because uh, winning 50-50 balls, that can, you know, that can flip it down in distance. That can, you know, really keep drives alive. Yep. But now, you know what, though, Seth? Yes. Whether you have a receiver that can stretch the field or whether you have a big-bodied guy that wins one-on-one battles, Either way, yeah, either those way. type of guys allow an offense to fight. What's bloody duckle? Yeah. All right. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to challenge Vince on something. Okay. All right. Find, find a second phrase on the show. <laughs> okay. Don't make it predictable every day, Vince. Okay. I love the calls, but add, add a say. I'm going to challenge you, Vince. If you're listening yep. still, find add a couple new phrases. That's a challenge. Please. A challenge. Thank you. Okay. So last year, getting back to. Your beloved Buckeyes lost to Michigan. You should love them too. You love the, you love their, the talent they have there. Lo- you lost love to Michigan, don't you? Yeah, lost to Michigan forty-two to twenty-seven. So they get forty-two in their second to last game. Then they gave up forty-five in a win. In a win. So you know that's eighty-seven points in two games. They've, they, they've addressed the problems. Crown them. Yeah. No. I, I'm amazed. You you love you love the front runners. You love Ohio State. Well, you should love the Buckeyes. You love Alabama. I don't like them. I don't you love Bama? Him. I don't dislike him. I don't dislike him. I just don't understand why we would crown him right now. After they, they haven't won. No, because they haven't, because they haven't won. They didn't win last year. Well, they, that was a They blip. didn't win the league. It was a blip. Right. They went to Michigan on a cold, snowy day and gave up a lot I, of points. The, the, but it's not alarming for Nebraska. Nebraska's got to find something, though. And they're going hard after some – some talent like Dylan Edwards in Kansas, who's a kind of a I, – I don't even know what you'd call him. A, I think they'd play him at both receiver and running back. And, and, and you know, they're recruiting him as a return man. It's down, to, it's down to Oklahoma, Kansas State, Nebraska. Kansas State's a concern. It's a concern of mine that you're losing guys to Kansas State. Now you're going to say, why, 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 why? Because, I mean, because there was a time you didn't really worry about Kansas State. Now you're worried about him. Um, because you're not winning, and it's affecting it, it. It's it's making it a chore for Nebraska. The losing, you won't hear this come from the stadium, but the the losing has it's caught up in recruiting a little bit. Not with every single guy, but you can't really say to Dylan Edwards or whoever, "Hey, man, we're gonna win." Kansas State can say to them, "What have what have they done in the last?" five years you know so that's that's a battle that's a battle you're fighting especially when you're trying to get the high-end speed guys like ohio state's getting high-end speed 
K-State's made bowl games recently. I know. Least. They've done well. That's they, what I they, said. They have, well, they That's haven't been said. like winning the conference, maybe at least. That's why I've said. They got a little edge on you they now. They have an edge. Yeah. I, so, yeah, they got you got to watch that. That's what's more germane to me than what Ohio State's doing. They're always going to recruit well. They're in a fertile recruiting region. They're going to re, they're gonna do what they do. You know, I will crown them again. <laughs> crown the Buckeyes. They're the, they're the kings of the conference. They're not, though. So, I mean, they weren't. So they maybe in your, will be this year. in your little fantasy world over there, they're the kings, they're, but they're not right now. Sean Callahan is next <laughs> on Early Break on the Ticket.